and welcome in to Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League Podcast. I'm your host and commiss, Tyler Wood. It's Friday, September 20th, and week three is underway. So let's go ahead and jump right in. We have had one trade since we talked last. Uh, Bryson has agreed to send running back Josh Jacobs to Nick in exchange for running back David Montgomery, just a swap of the running backs there. And now we'll go ahead and get started with the news and injury reports around the league. It's all 10 of our teams are in the news, so we got a lot to talk about here. This is the first time on this pod that we've had all 10 in the news. So we'll go ahead and start with Christian. Running back Devin Singletary remains sidelined Friday and has now missed practice all week. He's officially inactive for week three with a low-grade hamstring strain. Buffalo hopes to only have him sit one game. Tight end Mark Andrews returned to practice on Thursday, and this seems to be his practice routine. Wednesday, a rest day, return to practice on Thursday, questionable all the way up until game time, and then play. Running back James Conner was upgraded to a full practice on Thursday and Friday after a report came out that he wouldn't practice at all this week. He missed the Steelers' final injury report today, so he's back on track to start against San Francisco on Sunday. Wide receiver Deshaun Jackson has been ruled out for week three with a groin injury as this was expected all along and with Philly playing on Thursday next week he is looking likely to miss that one as well and wide receiver Marquise Brown was held out of Friday's practice like Mark Andrews this has been Brown's routine for the first two weeks he'll be good to go against Kansas City this weekend only one guy for Dylan today running back Damian Williams didn't practice again on Thursday and has now been ruled out for week three against the Baltimore Ravens couple of guys for Nick. Running back LaShawn McCoy returned to a limited practice Thursday, but he's still not 100% yet, coming off his ankle injury. NFL Network's James Palmer believes he's trending in the right direction ahead of their Week 3 matchup with the Baltimore Ravens. ESPN's Adam Teicher says Kansas City will be cautious with McCoy, though, as he will not see an 80% snap rate or three-down workloads this weekend. Wide receiver Sterling Shepard has resumed practicing in full after getting clearance from the league's concussion protocol. He was completely moved, removed from the Giants' final injury report today, so he'll be ready to go for Danny Dimes' NFL debut this weekend. Wide receiver Cortland Sutton was held out of Thursday's practice with sore ribs. He wasn't on the first injury report, so this injury happened late Wednesday night or early Thursday morning. He did return to practice today and missed the Broncos' final injury report so he'll suit up on Sunday. Although he's got a tough matchup with Green Bay's underrated cornerbacks in Jair Alexander and Kevin King. Quarterback Tom Brady remained limited at Thursday's practice, but he's going to be good to go as he wasn't listed on the Patriots' final injury report today. And finally, newly acquired running back Josh Jacobs remained limited at Thursday's practice with his hip injury that Gruden first identified as a groin injury. He's also dealing with a sickness, but he looks to be on track for Sunday's game against the Vikings as he wasn't listed on the Raiders' final injury report today. Four guys for Ryan. We'll start with the Bears' defense, and defensive tackle Bilal Nichols is now week-to-week with a broken hand, but coach Matt Nagy doesn't believe he'll be placed on IR. This is bad news for the Bears' defensive line depth, but with Mack, Hicks, Floyd, and Smith, They are talented enough to keep the front seven at an elite level, barring any injuries. Wide receiver Keenan Allen remained limited at Thursday's practice, but there's no concern over him missing week three as he missed the Chargers' final injury report today, so go ahead and fire him up for this weekend. Tight end Greg Olson 
It's questionable for week three against Arizona. He played through his back pain in week two and is expected to do so again on Sunday. And finally, running back Rashad Penny is questionable for week three against the Saints after suffering a hamstring injury in Friday's walkthrough practice. No more information is available, but that's a weird way to get injured just two days before game day. Four guys for Braden. Running back Marlon Mack remained sidelined on Thursday, but returned to practice today. He'll be listed as questionable, but he's trending towards suiting up this weekend. Wide receiver Tyrell Williams has been limited on Wednesday and Thursday as he's dealing with a hit pointer. This shouldn't keep him from suiting up on Sunday night against the Vikings, but he'll draw a shadow coverage from all-pro cornerback Xavier Rhodes, so be careful with this one, especially in DFS. And then today, he was not listed on the Raiders' final injury report. He is good to go. Wide receiver Tyreek Hill. His right arm is no longer in a sling, and per ESPN's Adam Teicher, in quotes, he said, Hill does not look like a guy who's going to be out much longer. And finally, wide receiver Antonio Brown has been released by the New England Patriots. This move comes amidst increasingly disturbing reports regarding Brown's involvement in various sexual assault accusations. One for Tyler, wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey, NFL Network's Mike Garofolo would consider it a really good outcome if Jeffrey is ready to go by week five with his calf injury. He missed Thursday's practice and was limited today, but all signs are pointing to him sitting out against Detroit, although the Eagles are holding out hope. 94WIP.com's Elliot Shore Parks disagrees, however, and he says there's a pretty good chance Jeffrey suits up but would have a limited role, just like on yesterday's pod. Take this for what it's worth. A couple of guys for Eric, wide receiver Dante Moncrief. Speaking on Thursday, Steelers offensive coordinator Randy Finkner criticized Moncrief's pass catching so far this season and quotes, I had a coach a long time ago say you have to put the word receive into receiver, end quote. That was his brutal assessment. Moncrief has been the worst receiver in football through two weeks and has been benched for James Washington for the meantime. For the Jacksonville Jaguars defense, linebacker Miles Jack was forced from last night's game against the Tennessee Titans with a concussion and is considered week to week. He didn't miss a snap last season, so this could be a big hit to Jacksonville's defense if he's out for a period of time. He's got 10 days to get cleared for his week four matchup against the Broncos. Running back Tevin Coleman has shed his walking boot. He's out for week three, but he's been cleared for light rehab work, but there's still no timetable for his return. And tight end David Njoku has been placed on the IR with a broken wrist, and he'll be out at least eight weeks. Two guys for Dave. Wide receiver T.Y. Hilton was limited Wednesday and Thursday, but there's no concern of him missing Indy's home opener against the Falcons. And the Cowboys' defense... Defensive lineman Tyrone Crawford has been ruled out for week three. He's dealing with bursitis in both hips, and he's been battling the injury since training camp. Two guys for Bryson, uh, both on the 49ers defense. So NBC Sports Bay Area's Matt Mayako expects defensive end D4 to play this week. He's yet to practice after suffering a quad injury last week and is still dealing with knee tendonitis. Ford clearly isn't 100%, and his snaps may be scaled back, but he should be out there. And defensive lineman Nick Bosa is questionable for Week 3 against the Pittsburgh Steelers with an ankle injury, but he's expected to play through his injury designation. And finally, Chris just won the Los Angeles Rams defense. Defensive lineman Aaron Donald is questionable for Week 3 against Cleveland. 
Donald injured his back in week two, but managed to return to action. He's been limited all week, but he should suit up on Sunday night. And now for a Thursday night's review. The Thursday games continue to be slow, but last night's was probably the most entertaining so far, and that's still saying something. Muffed punts, struggling offenses, bad weather, and penalties galore were the storylines as the Jacksonville Jaguars picked up their first win of the year as they defeated the Tennessee Titans at home 20-7. Four of our five matchups were in play last night, and there was more scoring than last week. Dave jumped out to an 11-0 lead on Tyler as Leonard Fournette had 66 yards on 15 rushes and added 6 catches for 26 yards and scoring all 11 points. Dave is now projected to win by 3 in the Father-Son Bowl. Bryson took a 9.5-0 lead over Nick as Delaney Walker had 7 catches for 64 yards scoring all 9.5 points for number 2 Bryson. He's now projected to win by 26 in this one. Eric was the high scorer of the night as he is up to a 14-0 lead over number 4 Dylan, as the Jacksonville Jaguars defense sacked Marcus Mariota nine times and recovered one fumble on the punt return to score all 14 points. Eric is projected to pull the upset right now by 11 over Dylan. And finally, Ryan takes a 10.5 to 2 lead over Braden. For Ryan, Derrick Henry had 17 rushes for 44 yards and a touchdown while adding one catch for two yards, scoring all 10.5 points. For Braden, the Titans' defense struggled as they had no sacks, no turnovers, and gave up 20 points while scoring just two total fantasy points. Number three, Ryan is projected to pull off the upset over number one, Braden. Going to be close. It's .7 points right now. Just one new transaction since yesterday's pod. Uh, Dave has added the Los Angeles Chargers defense and dropped Benny Fowler. And now for the lineup changes since yesterday's podcast, there's actually a good bit of them. So first with Ryan, he has benched tight end Greg Olson and inserted Austin Hooper as he's on the road against the Colts. Braden has benched wide receiver Antonio Brown and inserted Josh Gordon into his wide receiver one slot. He's got a good matchup at home against the Jets. Dylan has benched running back Damian Williams. He's moved Duke Johnson Jr. from flex 1 to RB2, John Brown from flex 2 to flex 1, and inserted Randall Cobb into flex 2. So he's got a great matchup at home against the Miami Dolphins. Nick has benched the Steelers defense and inserted the Saints defense in a favorable matchup at Seattle. Tyler has benched flex 2 to Marcus Robinson and has inserted Curtis Samuel He's on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. Christian has benched wide receiver two Brandon Cooks. He's moved Chris Godwin from flex one to wide receiver two and inserted James White into flex one as he's got the Jets at home. Chris has benched flex one Devontae Freeman. He's moved DJ Moore from flex two to flex one and inserted Nelson Aguilar to flex two in a good matchup at home against the Lions. And now finally for the pickup of the week nominees. The guys do have to be in the starting lineup, but these are all the guys that have been picked up and are eligible. For Christian, the Packers defense. For Dave, the Cowboys defense, Jimmy Garoppolo, Chargers defense, and Frank Gore. For Tyler, Demarcus Robinson and Jameis Winston. For Chris, Mason Rudolph, Raheem Mostert, Chris Conley, Nelson Aguilar. 
for Ryan, Greg Olson, Stephon Diggs, Kyler Murray. For Bryson, the 49ers defense, Carlos Hyde, Joe Mixon, and Carson Wentz. And then finally for Braden, it is the Tennessee Titans defense. And that's going to do it for us here on Episode 8 of Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League. Hope you all enjoy your weekend of football and enjoy a win this weekend. Good luck, y'all. Peace out.